Lightning in the thunder. We're, we're going. Wow, you were like a singer. Lightning. Sorry, I got it way, way down. Okay, Not now better. we're pumping. Now we're feeling it. <laughs> we're, talk- <laughs> we're talking about Zyra Talk today, AI chat. What do you know about synthetic intelligence, AI bots? Hmm? Yeah, more now. Well, you're listening to the Arbitron rated number one business comedy, comedy business podcast in the world. Yeah, and Nielsen, hold on. <laughs> Nielsen ratings through the roof. Our, uh, our numbers have gone up, uh, right? Yes. That's what you told me? Yes. Uh, so if you're listening out what? there, share this with a friend, loved one. Your person, your friend trying to get the side hustle going. I want money. <laughs> he says that all the time. They got an Etsy shop. I want money. They're selling lemonade on the on the corner. Yeah, we want little kids to listen. Give me money. <laughs> Even though... I got too many money ones, huh? It's a little explicit on this show. Parental advisory warning. Um, this episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the number one content management system, drag and drop, website creator, easy templates, Easy to make with your two little paws. You don't need to be a programmer or a, I'm gonna come. or a designer. A lot of resources if you get stuck. And if you hit up the link in this episode description, you get the hookup. Holler if you hear me. Ooh. We need to make them say, oh, drop. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh. No, you don't. I told you, you don't get to request the drops. I threw a drop to you the other I day. I am the drop keeper. Well, we got. Uh, <laughs> Suck my pussy from behind. Yeah. The drop keeper. You're like the key maker in the Matrix. You're a tiny Asian man. You don't have to do... I already said drop make keeper thing. I know. I was building on it. Uh. Hey, this is how we go. <gasps> Howdy toddy. Wow. What Let's get it going. Sweat equity. Sweat equity. Sweat, 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 sweat equity. My sweat equity. My, my What about my sweat equity? Cool. I uh, checked out some episodes last week. I'm excited to be here. You did, huh? So uh, that. Yep. <laughs> uh, what do you think? We we uh, need a good feedback loop. Uh, what do you like? What do you dislike? You know, in marketing, people forget business development, and marketing, or just business in general. You forget about the feedback loop because it hurts. Positive it, only. Uh, yeah, we're sensitive. Sure. So tell us all the good things first. Yeah, to be honest, <laughs> we'll start with the front. I like the energy. You guys definitely bring a fun, loosey goosey kind of entertaining energy to these things, which is cool to see in business. Just because I don't know about you guys, but I'm always really focused on being professional and uptight and using the right verbiage to come across as you know as professional as possible. And sometimes with everything going on in the world, it's cool to see people able to. Uh, still talk about business to lighten up the mood and, and be funny about it. Now that's a, tr- that's a real sales guy right that's there. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, why Thanks. don't you, uh, you, why don't you intro yourself in the company and then you can yeah. sh- shower us with more compliments. Yeah, we'll go back to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course. So before I keep giving you guys kudos, my name is, uh, Andrew Mayer. I am the VP of strategic partnerships over at Zyra Talk. We are a small and private business based out of Phoenix, Arizona. Me and my partner started the company back in 2016. A little bit about us. Originally, we were a lead generation business for about a year. And then uh, the twins, two of our three founders, saw a massive opportunity because they're huge tech gurus. 
they saw a wide open opportunity in the conversational software space. So not to bore you guys to death, but what we do today is we specialize in automated chat. We have a 24-7 fully automated web chat platform that helps service-based businesses and other companies in the SMB space focus on online conversions, qualified leads, all that good stuff, hyper-personalize the experience on their website, make sure they're providing ease of use when it comes to communication, customer service, and, and all of those good things that everybody wants to have when going on a website without having to pick up the phone, right? So uh, I'm 29 years old. My partners are roughly 30. We're fairly young, but we're really professional. We like having fun though on the side, and uh, we've got roughly 30 employees, and it's been a great run. We're looking to continue to grow in our business. We've got roughly about 5,000 clients, and we want to keep that going. Yeah, um, I told him we'd give him old man advice he didn't ask for. Oh, because <laughs> our you should run for office. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got a, a, you're very eloquent. Um, unlike us, <laughs> right? Um, I guess where to start? I'm gonna I'm gonna reverse our normal uh, way of doing things. Uh, I'm gonna ask the question we usually say for the end. I'm gonna try it at the beginning and see if it's any okay. different. Okay, and maybe and I think because every time we ask the question. It, I do like getting it out of the way. Well, <laughs> there's that part of Have it. Have you come up with something else? No, I always forget. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. You should use that uh, live scribe pen I gave you. You need to take down notes. It'll back it up. I already ran I, with the one I ran over with the lawnmower. <laughs> yeah. Um, on accident. Um, I gave you a second one. It was on purpose. What am I going to hate that thing? Didn't, you get, didn't I give you another one? Probably. Another I one? did that one too. Right in the lawnmower. Cool. <laughs> Uh, that one was on purpose. right out. It was kind of dangerous. <laughs> that sweet. one was on purpose. I feel like that one was absolutely on purpose. Um, you know, uh, but every time we ask a question, about half the time the answer it. There's more questions we want to ask after it, and then oh, we're like, "Bye." Yeah. Um, so, what advice would you give your 13 year old self? And I know that Roughly was like, two years ago. Yeah, <laughs> you beat me to it. I know. Yeah. One to be honest, I was always really hard on myself as a young kid because I was really big into athletics and I always wanted to be the best. And obviously, it's really hard to be the best in sports like tennis, football, soccer, basketball—really saturated sports that are often played around the whole world, right? So for me, if I could have gone back, one thing that I would have told a 13-year-old myself, also 18, maybe even early 20s is to not be so hard on myself. And I don't mean that in terms of work ethic. I definitely am proud of the work ethic I had because it's kept up in my more adult, you know, life here. Mm -hmm. But uh, I was always the type to just be freaking out and stressing out and always thinking about the worst versus just focusing on the good things that were going for me and knowing that if I put in the work, things would, would pan out, whether that was sports, whether that was school, whether that was work. So I look back today and obviously, I want to improve my situation, but I'll be honest with you guys. When I was a kid, again, around young teens, I was always freaking out about, you know, what do I want to do with my life? Is it tennis? Is it sports? Or is there more out there for me? Am I going to be successful? I would probably just tell myself to take a step back and, and chill a little bit, to be honest. So you were an uptight kid? Oh, man. Yeah, that sounds horrible. I, I was the opposite. I was. I, I should have worried more. I was a sack of shit. Yeah. I <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll figure that shit out later. Right. It'll happen. <laughs> I didn't gain, like, work ethic until later. So what, what was stressing you out? What, why? Uh, my dad. My dad was always really hard on me. He's uh, in corporate law, and 
may just be because we're an Italian family or may just be because he's a lawyer or maybe both, but he was just always up in my case. I'm 29 and he's still up in my case asking me about my work, my finances, my company. I can never get a break from that guy. So I have a big <laughs> feeling that it was. Uh, he's behind you. That, yeah, I bet. I wouldn't be surprised. I that reads surprised. more more of an attorney thing. Well, I mean, you become an attorney because you kind of have that personality. Mm, but you both have attorney fathers. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but uh, well, I've, I've been around a lot of attorneys, and they are they're just very diligent. And then depending on how how you parent, I'm very laissez faire, <laughs> which means I don't really yeah. want to do a lot of stuff. Right. I. I tell everybody I want my kids to figure things out, but I really just don't want to get up yeah. and look away it's from my great, phone. It's a great slogan for a lazy dad. No, I mean, yeah, I'm like, uh, they're on. By the, helping them, you're hurting them. They're like, uh, someone was like, uh, I was at the beach and they're like, do you want to help them with the sandcastle? I was like, no, no, no. I want them to, I want them to learn. Right. <laughs> it was just because I didn't want to do anything. I know. At the moment. I, I was Make, in the same situation. Is that what you did? I was like, yeah, you guys, no, what I do is I say, Avery, be in charge of your brother and cousins, and she bosses them around, they play like they're, uh, like, just soldiers doing whatever, and everybody's happy. She yeah. gets a little power, they just get told what to do. It's a good tactic. Thanks. I, I felt like I bought a lot of dad credit, too, because I, I spent about an hour, two hours just building a massive Hot Wheels track, connecting all the Hot Wheels track. Right. Friday and, night. And right. They, they were moved on. Three things past what you were doing. Oh no, no, no! Uh, he, my son was in, dude. He was oh, like okay. Elon Musk engineering. Like he's like, why don't we put? Oh wow! It, it was like kind of absurd, like how good he was at like fixing anything that was wrong because he could figure out. Like I was like, you need more. I kept telling him inertia. I don't even know if that's the right word. Um, that probably was right. I I don't know physics really. So, uh, but I was just like. You need you need more speed. You need more power out of this thing. And he's like, "What well, if we up it right here on the curve? It'll get it can get around, but it'll get enough speed to go down and finish." And I was like, "What? It's not gonna work." I was like, "That's great." Um, and look, your dad's probably asking you, or your mom, uh, mom maybe. I don't know if mom's in the picture, but uh, you know, <laughs> my my parents stopped asking me if I uh, about like becoming an attorney. I don't know if you're getting those okay. questions. Because they don't understand okay. the internet and uh, a lot of work can, that I do online. Mm-hmm. So it went from, well, you can still go to law school until about 34. Plus you, your or, name right, is law. Right, I know. Um, I'm going I'm to use that for a law firm landing page, I think. I'm just going to really I am out. the law. You do the Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Um, I'm on there. <laughs> Copyright. Judge Dredd. Uh, and then... About 35, 36, they're like, why don't you be a mailman? <laughs> and I was, I was like, wow. I was like, yeah, they do actually make decent money. They make six figures. Um, what? Yeah. The guy who delivers my mail is making six figures. You I'm sure not about saying that? all of them, but I'm saying like you can't like. All of them. Not all of them. but Right. Uh, the one driving uh, around in the Mercedes postal van. Oh, it's shared, baby. They, they're like a cab. They share, they share them all. Um, yeah, I know. And then, and then it went from that to becoming an Imagineer, <laughs> which okay. I, I didn't really know what that. I'd never heard of that. You know what that is? You know, Disney's pretty far uh, from y'all. The guru with my hands, so not really, to be honest. Did, I'm a generalista, but not necessarily. It's one of those Disney words they made up for engineers at Disney, I guess, because Orlando's ninety miles away from us. 
And I was like, what the fuck is it? I ma- still don't understand what the hell you talk, what it is. She, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go be an Imagineer. That sounds like a real job, mom. And she's like, no, it is. They're all the engineers at Disney in Orlando. Like they have to, they're, they're called Imagineers. I was like, I'm going to be senior vice president of Imagineering. Right. Like what the fuck? Ladies love to hear yeah. that. And I'm like, he's an Imagineer. Yeah. What do you do uh, for work? Oh, I'm a baller Imagineer. Right. <laughs> oh, so you just make it up. Yeah. Yeah, I can actually relate to that. We've been doing this, like I told you guys, for six years. And I'm really close to my parents. We're from Italy. So we have that tradition of getting together on Sundays and eating a bunch of food. And six years, every Sunday straight, I've been trying to tell my mom what it is that I do for work. And she couldn't tell you the slightest idea what I do for a living. So you've done the pitch. I used to do that, too. I, I had my mom in my office when I had an agency. I go, okay, this is what I do. We help businesses just start there. You got to show them something. You got to give them a PDF. Oh, dude, I went through. They need a, I go, a solid thing. Like they got to kind of be able to touch it. They touch the screen that it's on, or a piece of paper they print yeah. out. Yeah. Well, she thought I was being really kind of saying. I was like, you know what a website is. <laughs> like I had to start there. Yes, I know right. what a website. Is. And I go, okay. You know how businesses have one. Okay, that we do. That's part of There's the work. One million things they can yeah. do with it. And then you know, like they have to get leads, so we help them with that. You know that so you got to break it down piece by piece, but it it's a fool's errand. You'll do the rest of your life, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, she just I don't know when she talks to our family back home. She just tells them that I talk to a lot of clients about business. That's the most that she can uh, can summarize. Hmm, that's it. I mean, it's true. It's true. Oh, you got to look alike. Yeah, I think you look you look like basketball player Matt Bonner. Um, I was pulling it up. Yeah, I was like a little bit. And it's- Game. What's that? I was born in San Antonio. The Spurs is my favorite game. Oh, oh yeah, nice. very nice. So, okay, so had that, that beautiful black silver uh, fire crotch red hair combo. I can't tell if his hair's red. I don't know. We've Matt Bonner. I'm talking about when he played for the Spurs. It's like the Red Rock. So yeah. So tell us about. All right. So you're in, you're in the middle. Um, Let's so we'll, we'll let's talk about is it Zyra or Zira because you're gonna have a Zapier Zapier problem probably. Zyra. Yep. Okay. Yeah, the way I it's Zapier, Zapier by the way. Zapier. What's that? The way I remember that it's Zapier, not Zapier, is it rhymes with happier. That's how I nailed the uh, the Zapier one down. But for us, it's Zyra. Zyra. Okay. Yeah. See, I mean, with Zapier, it's Zapier because like, there's just, zaps. Right. Yeah. I don't not get it. Zapes. Yeah. yeah. You sound like everybody wants to sound like they're from the Midwest when they say it. Zapier. Zapier? Is that Um, That high A. Uh, So. But with Zyra, I don't think I would have that problem. The Y really, Z-Y-R-A, most people are going to think Zyra. I think Zygote when I see it, but that's just Still works. Um, And look, much like a Zygote, you guys are kind of a a beginning company. Smooth. how do we uh, – all right, here comes, here comes some real questions. What is the AI part about this? AI is thrown yeah. around a lot. Right. Yeah. I'm starting to think it's like a coverall like – We should make our own AI. Like remember I, w- I, was t- I was like dumbfounded about all the food labeling. I was like, do you know you could just put whatever – like keto on anything? And you're like, yeah. And I was just like, oh, I yeah, didn't know that. I thought you had to like not- – <laughs> There's like a few select words that you can't put on there without whatever, but yeah, you can pretty much put whatever on there you want. So what makes it an AI uh, product? 
Sophomore, yeah, sophomore not, period, the end. <laughs> I love the question because a lot of clients that we serve, when they initially talk to us, they're fascinated by the automation we provide because it's truly automated. So to answer your question, we live in a digitized world, right? Everything we're doing today is evolving around technology, the way we communicate, the way we live, the way we, we even move around, the way we do business. So for us, when we were a lead generation business, we saw all of these leads coming onto website and having to A, pick up the phone, or B, fill out some sort of contact form, right? And a lot of live chat services that were out there were pitching automation, but the reality is is that the customer would have to communicate or text back and forth with the client. So what we did, and why we say we're fully automated, we're fully AI, is because we built thousands of conversation flows so that we can automate conversations for any service-based business around any talking point, hiring, blogs, financing, about us, employment, whatever the case is. So when we say automate, we are literally automating the entire conversation on the website, all the way from conversations around employment opportunities, all the way from conversations about promotions for plumbing and HVAC companies specifically that have a wide variety of services, um, and then obviously capturing lead information. We also automate the way that these leads are routed to the company. So we have an intelligent lead routing system that through the automation, based off of the inquiry, based off of the lead, the AI knows exactly what lead, what chat should be going to what point of contact on the organization side. So what makes that different than an auto? All right, a giant decision tree. Yeah, automa- uh, a, a workflow, uh, if you will. Um, I, I, while you were uh, going, I can tell you this is a polished, uh, <laughs> a polished answer because you had like. Uh, yeah, kind of a politician's beginning to that. This is a digital world. Right. <laughs> yep. Um, Set the stage. I don't want any kids to go hungry, okay? Um, everybody <laughs> should be working if they want to work. Um, so If they want. I, w- I was chatting with the, uh, on your site with the chat bot. I just put in penis as the something else answer. Uh, it says we've received your message. And then it says, can you have your name? Dr. Wiener Fart is what I put in because this is a mature okay. business gold. show. Gold. <laughs> okay. Comedy gold Pure here. Pure gold. Um, I just wanted to let you know just in case one of your people is like, what the fuck? Um, nope, that got the notification, so we're good. Oh, wow. Okay, you're on top of it as well. Yeah. Um, let, so what's the difference? What, what makes it AI? What's the difference between uh, an automation that is, if yep. this, then that, to AI. Or what does the A stand for? Should we? Ask, is it automated yeah. intelligence? Ooh, very good question. Good question. I'll take it from here. So AI, artificial intelligence. When you are chatting with a chat bot, you're usually just filling out some sort of contact you know, information with your name, your number, your email, maybe some sort of positive or negative complaint or a need of yours. But then it's not automated anymore. It goes to the company. The company gives a notification, and they've got to text back and forth with that client. That's not automated. That's manual live chat or manual SMS. With us, when you come onto a website where Xyrotalk is on, we literally are automating that entire conversation. So we're qualifying the need behind the customer. What, what do they need? Is it a qualified lead for the company that they're chatting on their website? And then we focus on all of the data right? The name of the client, the location to make sure that they're in the right service area of the company. Did they put a valid phone number in, a valid email in? 
Um, are they looking to have a conversation around a specific product or a specific service or a specific need? And we automate, the A word, that entire conversation. So by the time I go to my client and say, hey, client, Xyrotalk just captured a lead for you, you don't need to capture any of the details from them anymore because we already have everything for you. Name, number, email, all that good stuff. You just need to book, call, and close that business. So the entire portion behind the actual booking appointment or closing the sale on the call or meeting, the entire process up to that is completely automated. The client doesn't have to touch or check anything. Okay. Um, do you have – all right, how about – this is not uh, always a fun question. Why should I use it over Drift, which is you yeah. know uh, well, kind of kind of out of our backyard, right? But Drift is manual. Yeah. No, it's not. You can you can well, well, it. I don't know. I haven't used it in a while, but I mean, but you, you're talking about like building out. You can build the, it out, but you can it'll also you have to build this out too, Zyra. You have to build out answers and stuff like a workflow. Does, Hold on there. That's well, I was going to say, does the, I don't think you do from what I I think they help you with that, right? Yep. To answer your question, why you should use us over Drift is because Drift is a little bit more in the, or only in the B2B space, whereas we've worked with both. But secondly, something that is very important specifically for small to medium-sized businesses is the S word. And I don't mean the staff word. I mean the service word, customer mm-hmm. service. And that's where we come in. And we have taken a completely different approach than all of our competitors. All of our competitors, including Drift, are self-serve. They have an amazing platform. It's a great product, but you have to set everything up yourself. You have to train your team. You have to manage the entire implementation process. Whereas with us and implementation, we give you dedicated onboarding managers, dedicated account managers. We give you all the resources internally that are going to build everything out for you. You, the client, literally don't have to touch anything because once we're done building out your account, we work with your specific web developer to install it successfully on your website. So by the time you're live, you haven't done anything to implement this successfully. We do everything for all of our customers. That's, I mean, that, that is a differentiator in a big way. I know you have your competitive uh, advantages chart probably behind your screen right there, but you know, it's one of those things where the worst part of uh, having running a small business and uh, Eric loves this term I came up with. You get app sap where you have too many apps. You never learned. You haven't heard that in a couple of years. Huh? It's not your worst. It's pretty bad. Not your worst. Oh, pretty but, bad. Well, look, tech stack, app, website, SaaS, whatever the fuck, you know, uh, pr- I, digital product. I don't know why people... Calling it a product's still tough for me because it's not tangible. Mm-hmm. Um, but, sure. but uh, you know, that's great. Y'all found that key differentiator. A, you're working, it looks like, with a lot more kind of localized, hyper-local targeting businesses like Stanley Steamer or um, plumbing companies, HVAC, you mentioned, dental, orthodontics, you know, really hitting those professional service sector uh, because the last thing they they want to do is have to sit and re- learn an app when they're already learning, like they've already done eighty hours in a week, you know, mm-hmm. of full of other things. So yeah. you, you re- y'all really boosted value by having the sales enablement aspect of it to onboard um, onboard them with the app. Yeah. So who's your closest competitor, if I may ask? Yeah, I would say 
our closest competitor is a wide variety of live chat services, actually. Agencies that either outsource their live chat agents uh, overseas or just third-party call centers that do the live chatting for the company. And uh, people love numbers. So I always like saying that with live chat, when we steal a client from live chat, we analyze their previous data, and it's usually around 30 to 35% conversion rate. The minute they move to Zyra, they see roughly a minimum 95% completion rate because what we've done with our conversation flows is we've analyzed all the data from all the different industries that we serve, medical, legal, home services, you name it, and we've truly built out all the different conversation flows to not only automate them and focus on providing the highest conversion rate possible, but really making sure that we're providing the most professional, customer service-oriented responses. So I would say our most common competitor and the, the, the one we have most fun coming up against is live chat just because we can usually cut your cost down in, in half and we can improve your conversion rates over 50%. The kid really knows Man, his stuff. Dude, if you keep the – I mean, <laughs> if you build out these these automation basically uh, – you know, if you build this out so that it's damn near perfect, that is a good recipe to get bought out by a, some – I jeez, I don't even know, but like there is, there is a yeah. What scaling up? I mean, you won't even if you have that data and you have that. I don't even know what it. Would yeah, because the back end like on this deal is they, maybe dude, they house the data. Dude, they think about can at that. At least analyze it. That's a huge. Oh, look at. Look, you guys are, he's like, do that again with your collar. You, 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 you know are, it, don't you? Look, it's not. It's no, not even a secret anymore <laughs> on a lot of this tech stuff. It's data is going to be so important now. Now we're in the era of we have a lot of data, but I don't think we know what to do with it a lot of the time. Right. Or but we, in this case, right, is the rare like yeah, having five million names and phone numbers and social security numbers great. <laughs> I'm not going to open 5 million credit cards. This is usable stuff that, I mean, geez, any company, any huge corporation would want to use that and really any social media, like, dealing with. Yeah, and uh, especially with Apple re- taking back a lot of the, the or uh, implementing a lot more privacy stuff. So you got that to deal with. Facebook uh, pulled back a lot of interest ca- uh, keywords for their ads. Uh, I bet... I'm going to bet you guys can pull the device ID or the device that are on, where they're doing it from, um, you know, what kind of browser they're using, mm-hmm. those kind of things. Yeah, yeah, we've got a completely proprietary, I would call them processes in place, because obviously if, if you're a lawyer, you're a dentist, and you're coming to me for automated chat, you not only want to see the conversions and the qualified patients or leads that I've captured for you, but it would be so much better if I could also show you where you're spending your own marketing dollars online and which investments of yours on the marketing side of your business are panning out in high revenue opportunities, right? Because A, now you know where to hone in and, and really capitalize and invest more money. And B, huge cost savings opportunity. You could be spending high hundreds or even thousands in areas on Google, Facebook, or even other sources that aren't driving the leads that you thought you were getting from investing, right? So the data behind the leads, the data behind the patients, behind the customers, behind the chat is a massive part of this. Yeah, yeah, and you could be able to geofence with that information. Yeah. Like you're a DOI attorney, criminal attorney, or something like that. You know, oh, there's a bail bondsman area that people go to. 
outside of the the jail, yeah. you know, or yeah. whatever. Um, you can, no, I might need to be talking to you off offline, yo. Like, uh, yeah, there's my referral, bro. Good, yeah. I told him I I no, I'd, I'd pitch it to some of my clients. Yeah, no, I uh, my mind's racing. Um, yeah, intercom, you can suck my balls. Uh, suck my balls, intercom. Zoho desk, you're a bad. You sound like a bad cover band for Led Zeppelin. Right. Yeah, take it. Mm. The old good part of town. HubSpot, you guys used. I saw that on your tabs when you pitched me. Podium. Ah, fucking gotcha. Who wants a podium, dude? Take that. Fresh oh, desk. We're looking at them tabs. More like unfresh desk, right? Am I am I right? We're just roasting all the competitors. Tidio. Tid- that one I like that name. Tidio. Tidio. Yeah, and their logo T-I-D-I-O. looks like two tits smushed yeah. together. Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay, we don't we don't mind them. Bird Eye. I used to use them. They're kind of crazy. Uh, qualified. Never heard of it. Name sucks because it's too bland. Yeah. Live chat, same thing. Gladly. Gladly strike five for the L Y on the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, that shit is so old. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. G O R G I A S. That's probably George Foreman's. Uh, right. <laughs> grandkid, because he <laughs> named all his kids George. Uh, including his daughters. And he got to name his grandkids, apparently. Drift, I'm a little partial to, only because uh, the CEO's from Tampa and went to neighboring high school. Um, do you guys have um, live chat ability? Because I know that was a big thing with Drift. Um, and, you know, I you need to have the manpower for someone to live chat via video, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we've set it up to the way where if you are a business that wants to be a little bit more hands-on with the interaction, we can notify you as soon as somebody starts chatting. And whether you're on your computer or cell phone, you can jump in and monitor that interaction live, or you can even jump in to pause the automation and take over the chat. And listen to this. If you have a phone call come in or you go to the bathroom and you've got to leave that chat, the automation will recognize that you're no longer chatting with that client. It'll jump back in because it has you covered 24-7. So for clients that do appreciate that personal touch and want to be a little bit hands-on with that, especially at the beginning, we can uh, intelligently route their leads and, and notify them properly so that they can jump in and internally live chat no matter what time it is and, and what device they're using. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very curious about y'all scaling up because – it's ambitious for sure. Like if the product is very good, you guys found a niche that not really a niche, uh, a need, a need. Yeah. For that, uh, you know, what I would call businesses that are hyper local, you know, kind of services. Um, you know, and there's a lot of horrible, and you guys started as a lead gen company. So you get it from that side first, which I think, that's huge. I haven't heard that, that story. More than likely built out with that in mind, well, which they, is a big yep. deal. They're like Viagra. Viagra was, uh, you know, for uh, high blood pressure. High blood pressure, and then it Art. went to blood in your wiener. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's been doctors. it's been said a lot of times. We're doctors. Uh, oh, my last my last question I have for you that I I didn't ask you when we talked previously. Do you know what is the all right so. A website that doesn't have uh, your live chat or or the plugin. What do I call it? A widget? What am I calling it? What do I refer? I call it automated chat. Let's stick with the A word. Uh, what is it? Automated chat. Automated chat. All right. Uh, what is the stats you guys have on 
not having it versus having it on someone's site. What is the increase in lead lead capturing? Yeah, for sure. I'm all about transparency, so it's hard for me to give data in a scenario where I'm not involved. For example, a website that I'm not on, right? But what I can tell you guys is we've analyzed data in a lot of different verticals, legal, healthcare, uh, work with a ton of dental and ortho offices. We work with a lot of restoration, roofing, home service legal. companies. We're, actually, we're big in legal and we're big in cannabis now, too. But what I can tell you guys is all of these industries have one thing in common, at least 50% in, of consumers that come onto your website, regardless of the industry, expect to be able to chat or text with somebody without having to pick up the phone and communicate. So I can't give you a number on a website that I'm not on, but I can tell you that you are definitely letting leads slip through the cracks if you don't have some sort of automation and messaging capability on your website that's providing instant answers, instant gratification, and hyper-personalizing the experience to really provide the the quickest but the best customer service possible. That I can reassure you of. Yeah, see, that's that's a tough question. Well, Landing pages thought, matter, you know. What no, I thought they would have like an average, for. you know. But I mean, without ballpark. running like a controlled test of his own website. Look, make the AI bot do shit. Get to Fucking work, robot. Lazy, lazy shit. Lazy ass you robots know, it doesn't not doing sleep. the work for us. Come on. It's got an extra eight hours Answering on it. Answering impossible questions. Yeah, that's how it works, right? That's what AI is. <laughs> it's a butler, right? Right. In the, the computer. Yeah, but, right. Um, you rub it. It's a dumb way. It comes out. Uh, um, yeah, no, I just, I, I thought maybe, you know, you might not, you, they'll get there. I mean, they're getting big enough to the point where they're going to have to pull the, that kind of data and to market it. Um, you know, it, it's obviously different for every vertical and every location, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Um, okay. Well, uh, I got nothing else. You got, uh, I'm good, but I, uh, I'm going to hit you up dog. I want to, yeah, I'll get, I'll get, uh, Eric, your info. And then, um, you know, Maybe you and your founders come back on another time. Yeah, uh, I want to hear about yeah. the growing twins. Pain. They they got there's four of them. But Did you say there were twins involved? There are two of us are twins. We're not related, but there's two brothers that are twins, and then two more single owners, me and another one. Okay, wait. So you've got two people who are not related, but they have another. They are twins elsewhere. Like no, so you have a twin brother or sister? No, I know. I wish oh. I did, but I don't have a twin. Okay, this is too big. I can't. I, we haven't I even believe. smoked yet. Right. We're going to do that between mm. shows. Um, <laughs> wait, I I know what you were th- you were saying. Uh, so I'm saying four is, people. Two of them are twins, but have brothers outside of them. Correct. Which would be six people total, but four of them are founders. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's just really interesting. Yeah, that is that weird. the twin brother. They're not in it together. And how do you know it's them? And there's two of them. How do you know they're not two switching? Sets? I've got, right. I've got a good feeling. It's- Dude, you could have the prestige situation on your hands. Right. Have you seen this other guy? Crazy <laughs> guys. Yeah. Wonder what if the twin come, the other twin comes in, just like, dude, you got a feeling for me. I'm staying up all night writing this anything. movie. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, any old man advice you want before we uh, head off? No, I mean, I'll be honest with you. You hit me with some really good old man advice when we disconnected last week. Uh, you told me to just start over, overthinking the whole, you know, building a family situation, and I did, and that it would happen, and here we are seven days later, and it hasn't happened. So <laughs> stick to that advice. My girlfriend's pregnant. Well, you're, 
Uh, yeah. Well, what? How do we? We'll bookend it this way. How did you start this episode? You talked about being a little too uptight. You know, when you're younger, you're gonna are you gonna take that shit to the grave, man? Like, are you gonna? Are you, it's it's probably help. It, it's Your dad pro- loves you, but you can you can tell him what's up. <laughs> it's pro- it, it's probably yeah. good kind of pressure. There is a good kind of anxiety that'll make you work, but too much is really bad. Um, yeah. You know, and there will be that day when you stop caring that what your dad thinks and you realize oh he's just a guy oh when you get on the other side of parenting you're like oh they didn't know the fuck they're doing like you had no idea exactly you're like they're just kind of trying their best but you can't force it it's just gotta happen so you'll get there yeah yeah maybe grow a mustache or something but don't worry about the family thing you can you're 29 dude you could be you could be a single guy this is what i was saying to him you could be a single guy until you're like late 30s you know if you don't get married by then people are gonna be like "Mm, what's up with him Unless, or you could just be a big playboy and just make sure you get your the word out there. The Phoenix Business Journal, <laughs> whatever it's got called it. over there. Uh, I've got ten years, and if it doesn't happen within ten years, I'll I'll be a playboy. You'll be yeah, you'll be fine because you know what, you're right. a dude and you're white. No, uh, yeah, <laughs> white guys. We had a good run. All right, see you later, buddy. Awesome guy. Thanks, dude. Fine. Thank you for having me.